0: Welcome, everybody, to the Day No Between Paddles podcast. This Creek again. Look, I know this is very quick, a very quick turnaround for another podcast episode, but I just wanted to express my thanks to Georgia, okay? Uh, A couple uh, episodes ago, I I went in kind of hard, so to speak. I went in kind of hard saying, like, Georgia, y'all better not let Herschel get that Senate seat. I'm not, look, this is not a political podcast, unless y'all want it to be. Let me know in the the, uh, the comments. But this is not a political podcast, right? And I am not saying that I'm a proponent of Raphael Warnock. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that I am an opponent of <laughs> letting Herschel get that Senate seat. Like, some people are saying, like, um, oh, you know, Herschel's not really, he wasn't really a candidate, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, like, the state of Georgia loves Herschel Walker. Like, all races of people, even though race is not scientific, but all different types of people in Georgia love themselves some Herschel Walker because of his college football days. I understand that. I get that. There's a lot of dudes that I love for sports, but I do not want them in political offices. And there's a lot of people who say it doesn't matter who's in the office. It matters like the party matters, um, the policies, uh, what they'll be pushing. I get all that. I understand that. But we still cannot let Herschel get in office. And I just want to, you know, just give a Everybody that's around that's listening to the podcast, just give a round of applause to Georgia for handling business. Now, I'm looking at these numbers. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm looking at these numbers. And it was a very slim margin. Hold up, before I continue, I apologize, you know, if anything I say during this podcast is horrible um, or or inappropriate, especially let's look back at uh, the last episode, the way I titled that episode was horrible. I was testing something and I shouldn't have. So sometimes I still I'm still out of line. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course, I turned it was not the victim. Well, I mean, he may have been the victim of some other things before before he met uh, Anna Mae, but in that relationship, Ike Turner was was very clearly the perpetrator. So that titling of that episode was only to it was I was I was testing something because like my most popular episodes start with I'm trying to be careful. Just look at some of my old episodes. And the most inflammatory or the most provocative um, titles were my most popular episodes. So I wanted to see if that was going to happen with this one. So if you look at the cover art, it's Ike Turner with the razor blade on his tongue, which I did not Photoshop that. I don't know why he posed that way. Um, I don't care to know the history of that photo. But that was a real photo of Ike Turner with that razor blade on his tongue. And if some if if some of you knew me in my high school days, you would know why that's funny that that image came up when I, I typed in Ike Turner, um, <laughs> but whatever, before Islam. So I want to say anything that I do that's incorrect or is dumb or is wrong is all me. That's all me. But if you love this podcast, if I'm doing something great, if I'm speaking well, if I'm uh, representing myself well, representing my people well, representing my family well, that's all Allah and the grace of Allah. So, uh, Rahim So, yes, like, let's look at these numbers, right? Raphael Warnock only got 51.4% of the vote in the runoff. And your boy Herschel. Uh-huh. <laughs> Herschel got forty eight point six percent that means that one million seven hundred and nineteen thousand four hundred and eighty one people voted for herschel and that's the thing like i I know that it may have been a different turnout if there was a different uh if the candidates weren't both quote unquote black people or African descendants, which technically everybody is an African descendant but you know what I mean if they weren't quote unquote black people. Um, or even if there was one male and one female, there may have been a difference and we may have not even gotten to a runoff uh, because, you know, most people, I make a lot of jokes, but a lot of people don't aren't, aren't voting with their brains. They aren't voting uh, based on the policies because I really don't know any of the policies Herschel was running on uh, this time. I know some of the stuff he said, um, and I know that he was, for instance like he was speaking about like being anti-abortion just going with the party lines but there's uh some stories about old Herschel that uh and, and his opinions about abortion um and where there may be some uh contradiction in action and speech yeah. <laughs> so so I don't want to be messy on this podcast but y'all know Herschel Walker's history right so I know that um you know I may not uh have much information on what he was running on because I didn't care that much to be honest I knew I knew him before right I knew Herschel Walker before I knew the things that he said the things that he stood for were contradictory to what I would stand for and also what I think that the country should stand for But should is a very powerful word right there. It's powerful, but also means nothing because what I think should be may not be necessarily what everybody else in the country thinks should be, or even what's best for the country. Like I have my own opinion about what's best for the country, but it actually opposes how the country moves right now. So, um... Yeah, a lot of people are voting with their eyes or they're voting for the the party with which they align themselves with. And you know, we've already talked about it before like the whole two-party system is I mean, politics in general mimic, you know, gang stuff. It's, it's all gang stuff, right? So, oh, sorry. There's a flashing light, flashing, there's a flashing light. I'm trying to see where where that's coming from. But anyway, um, I'm looking at the counties in which (laughs) Raphael got the most votes. And I don't know if y'all listen to uh, Roy Wood Jr., but Roy Wood Jr. has this bit. He's a comedian. If y'all don't know, look him up. He's pretty funny. Well, he's hilarious. Not pretty funny, right? But uh, Roy Wood Jr. has this bit where he's talking about uh like how (laughs) well it started off like a national anthem joke like black people don't really care about the national anthem but also we don't have any patriotic songs and he was saying like some people might say that james brown did a patriotic song living in america but he was like at the end of that song james brown is just yelling out cities and those cities are just places that are safe for black people. It was like a hidden code. And I'm looking at this list. And if anybody knows anything about Georgia, right? Let me, let me beam down this thing. Anybody knows anything about Georgia? There's Atlanta and then there's Georgia. That's what people say, right? So, like, there's a difference in people of darker pigments with more melanin living in atlanta than living in georgia once you leave those big city lines it doesn't feel as safe for us like in terms of like our actual physical safety um financially uh (laughs) you may get pulled over uh at, at a higher frequency outside of those city lines and you know just just drive from atlanta to you know we were living around macon drive from atlanta to macon you'll see what i'm talking about Drive in some of those smaller cities. Drive around like Forsyth or, or, you know, cities like that. like Or even, excuse me, even cities that you may hear about that you might not think are, are uh, bad. Drive around them. And this kind of goes with the point that I've made before about not voting. Like a lot of the people that you consider um, dumb or you consider, um, you know, uneducated or immoral or whatever, whatever negatives you may feel about other people that you don't feel about yourself. Those people are probably voting. And when they're voting, they're putting people in place that are moving in their best interest or moving in a way that aligns with their interests. So I, okay. There are black people who vote Republicans. And there are white people who vote Democrat. Of course, of course. And I don't believe in a two party system and I'm never going to vote for someone just based off of their the party that they represent. Don't get me wrong. I am not. I am not some altruistic. Uh, uh, what's the word for it? I don't know the words for it. I'm not a righteous man when it comes to voting. I've tried to vote a dude out of office and succeeded. Just one of my votes, and all the people who listen to me, we voted someone out just because I didn't like the way he spoke to me when when I met him. I, I just I didn't feel like he was genuine, and a but a myriad of other things that are petty and too petty to mention on here in this conversation. Right, so. But what I'm saying is, like, don't vote based on just the party lines, but a lot of people do. And it's a racial thing, right? But if you look at, like, the the map and look at the counties all around Atlanta in the metropolitan area, voted blue. Athens, just that one little county where Athens is, voted blue. Around Augusta and going a little bit west of Augusta. Voted blue making going a little bit south around Columbus, Columbus or Columbia. I don't know. I'm not that smart. I got out of there. Voted blue Savannah in the Savannah area. around Fort Stewart, all of that voted blue. What's the common thing? Not only are those, you know, the bigger cities, right? In Georgia, especially if you're moving to Georgia. It's not the same as if you're from Georgia, but if you're moving to Georgia, there's places that you may feel are safer for brown people. And most of the places that I mentioned are the places you consider safer for brown people, especially because they are bigger cities. You probably don't want to move. First of all, if you're moving um, from another place, you probably are moving to Georgia uh, for employment opportunities or... um you know, there's a bunch of reasons why you might move to Georgia, especially around Atlanta with the music industry or most most business, you want to move to those areas. Those are the places that are blue. And the places where you probably don't want to live, where you hit a little, 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 those places voted red. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that all black people vote blue. I'm not even saying that if the areas are quote unquote blue, that it's safe for you. Cause you, a lot of you know what I feel about the safety of Africans in America in general. And then if we start dwindling down the states, like just looking at around, (coughs) look at all the states. (laughs) So there was no election for Tennessee, no election for Mississippi, no election for Virginia, right? But North Carolina, red. South Carolina, red. Alabama, red. Florida, red. And those are all states where in a lot of those uh, larger counties um, that where a lot of the voting comes from, they they are red. But those are states where they have a lot of uh, black people. And a lot of those black people don't identify <laughs> identify as those black people don't say that they vote red. Uh, Majority,ly that's not a word, but constantly those states turn out red, and a lot of that comes from voter suppression, right? So I just want to point that out. Like Georgia, y'all did y'all thing. We could not let. I don't. I don't even know Raphael Warnock's policies, right? I don't know where he ran off this time, but I do know. That we could not let Herschel get that seat. And I'm just so... Look at this. Look at this. I'm just so upset with y'all. <laughs> for these numbers. <laughs> I'm just upset with y'all for these numbers. But just looking at the rest of the country. um, It looks like there was a net. Let me see. There was no election for... um. 29 of the Republican seats, 34 of the uh, Democratic Party seats, and then the other parties, that uh, they have the two seats. Uh, there was no election for them. Um, it looks like there was a, um, a loss, one loss for the Re- Republican Party and one uh, gain for the Democratic Party. But who cares? I, I really don't care about the party lines because, like, to be honest, like, as a Muslim man or... If you're, how do I say this? If you're rich, if you're a, a practitioner of any of the Abrahamic religions, or like a practitioner of the Abrahamic religions, and you go by the tenets of those religions for real, you're not going to automatically go to the democratic side. If you're, if you're a proponent of thought, like careful thought, you're not just going to go to either side. You're not going to jump to either side anyway. But some of the Democratic um, parties, that like the uh, the policies that they all spit, like the majority of the uh, the candidates in the the Democratic Party, most of them don't coincide with my personal beliefs, and don't coincide with the personal beliefs of uh, more wealthy people. Or um, they, if you really look at it. Some of those things, as a brown person, you probably should look more into what's being put out by the Democratic Party. And then, if you look at the Republican Party, it's not so much the policies, it's not so much the financial policies, it's not so much, um, how do I say it? just it's the people and it's kind of like what we're talking about with Herschel Walker if you if you're saying things that seem dangerous to me as a person if you're saying things that make me feel like you don't care about me it's going to be hard for you to get my vote and on the flip side for the democratic party you're pandering to me and sometimes it's like do I want someone who hates me but lets me know they hate me or do I want someone who hates me but at least has the decency to act like they don't and that that's that's the dilemma that I find myself in and a lot of people who are like me uh demographically and um psychographically like I think that we're in that dilemma where <laughs> it's kind of like if if your man is cheating on you or if your wife is cheating on you Is it better that they're obviously cheating on you, but they're going through the trouble of trying to make it seem like they're not? Or is it better if they're just like, this is what I'm doing. Shut up. Take it. You ain't going to do nothing about it. That's that's the you only have those two options when you're dealing with a two party system. And when you're willing to to obey that, like I'm only going to vote this way or that way. You're essentially saying that the only relationship you deserve is someone who's cheating on you. And I'm talking about marriages because y'all already know how I feel. There is no cheating in a, if you're just boyfriend or girlfriend, there's no such thing as cheating to me, right? There's a such thing as lying. There's a such thing as not caring about the other person's feelings. There's a, a such thing as putting that person in physical danger. If you out here wilding, and getting your clearance Carter on stroking, there's a such thing as that. But in terms of like fidelity, there's no such thing as cheating because you shouldn't be out here Uh, Making the sexy time anyway If you're not married That's just me I just think it's safer Even before Islam I would say that I probably didn't do it But I would say that It's safer in a lot of ways To not be out here boinking Especially Because you probably don't want to make a baby out of wet Like it's really tough, right? It's a lot tougher But I'm not here to preach to you Even though I am, right? But Your Your Choices are My choices are Hold on Sorry My choices are if I'm, if I'm indulging in this two-party system is having a wife who cheats on me and slips poison in my food. By poison, it could be a little pork juice. <laughs> she puts some pork juice in my food and cheats on me, but has the decency to act like she's not. And when I say, hey. You're cheating on me. She says, moi, if I say, hey, there's pork juice in my food, I can taste it. She says, no, no. Or are you voting for someone who says, I'm going to put pork juice in your food and you ain't going to do nothing about it. Matter of fact, I don't even care if you eat it or not. I don't care if you eat it or not because it's getting eaten. And I'm cheating on you, with your sister. Wait, uh, no, sorry. Or, or yeah, it's 2022. Your sister or your brother. And yes, I'm cheating on you with your sister and your brother. That's that's what it feels like. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you gotta choose. <laughs> you, you can't. <laughs> you you feel like you have to choose one or the other but instead of just going with with the party you can just pick and choose the candidate that 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 closer uh, closely aligns with your beliefs and sometimes that may not be one of those candidates you may have to go outside of the two parties and we've talked about like some of the goofiness that goes on in the other parties where it doesn't even feel like they should be um, viable candidates, but you have to do your research. Both of these parties are poisoning your food, but maybe, maybe buy your own snacks. <laughs> this analogy doesn't really work, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Like, if you're voting on just the party, neither one of those parties really align with my personal beliefs. But I have to find the candidates that are going to do what I need them to do in those seats, right? It's not about just voting for these people. Like, so if you if you want a candidate that's going to lower your taxes, but also you're going to get all the benefits of having high taxes, you're probably not going to get that. So don't even listen to a candidate in, you know, for the presidential race or for the Senate or for whatever Don't even listen to a person that's going to tell you that they're going to do all these things that may seem impossible. But if you know that that person will be able or this is what I like. If there's a say there's a person um, that's over the school board, your local school board. Right. And you don't like the decisions that they're making. If that's the incumbent and that incumbent is running against someone else who is promising to not do some of the things that you hate that the incumbent is doing then it makes sense to vote for that person. Now, if you have two separate candidates that are running that have never been in that seat before, then you have to look at both those candidates, what they're saying, what you believe in what they're saying, and then look at the person. So with old Herschel, going back to old Herschel, Herschel has been constantly saying things that are staunchly opposite I don't know if I'm even using these words correctly, but I've been listening to Herschel and it's bleeding into my rhetoric. Herschel said that he was going to win the erection at one point, I'm pretty sure. And I don't know for sure if that was a mistake. So Herschel has been saying things that are different than me. Like he's when you're voting, you're voting for someone who's going to benefit you. That ain't Herschel. <laughs> that is not Herschel. So again, I want to say thank you to Georgia for not letting Herschel win the erection in either way. And it's funny because like where I work, right? It's really weird because um, there's a uh, there's a group of contractors that work in my building, right? And I prob- I'm probably saying too much. But There's shifts, there's two shifts, right? There's a morning shift and the afternoon shift. And the shifts, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but the morning shift is usually minorities and or people who vote mostly Democrat. The afternoon shift, and this has been since 2010. It's been this way, right? Even with different personnel uh, coming in and out, right? So to speak. It's, be mature. I shouldn't have to say so to speak or pause, right? But um, it's always been the morning shift is Democrats <laughs> and or and or minorities. And then the afternoon shift is, you know, Anglo-Saxon males and um, most likely uh, Republicans. And I only know that because one of the contractors told me one of the, contract, the contractors was like, yeah, them Republicans on the other ship. And I'm like, he, I've, I've learned since being in the South that usually when someone calls someone the Republic or calls a group of people the Republicans, they're essentially calling those people racist, right? On the flip side, when you hear someone saying those Democrats, they're talking about women. Uh, people in the LGBTQ or the class that are classified in those one of those letters or several of those letters. Um, I, I don't like using the term community. And we can talk about that later. I don't like using the term community for several reasons, but I will respect, you know, people identifying in that grouping. If you say you want to be grouped that way, then be grouped that way. So I'm never going to disrespect that at all. Um, or if you just say, because I know people who hate being Like I know a lesbian woman who hates being grouped with all the letters because it kind of defeats the idea of individuality, but also inclusion, right? So I had to listen and understand. So, but there are some people who do want to be grouped that way and there is more power in being grouped. So when people are referring to the Republicans, they're talking about quote unquote minorities. They're talking about people that aren't straight quote unquote or homosexual uh or sorry who aren't heter heterosexual. They're talking about those people and they're talking about uh women in general. They'll say the Democrats. And I learned that from a dude I know from Mississippi, because mostly because he was talking about his grandfather. His grandfather is a white man or Anglo Saxon man because nobody's white, right? But he's an Anglo Saxon. And he would when <laughs> he wouldn't say the n-word and he didn't even want to say the black people he would just say the democrats so that dynamic exists with these contractors i hope i get nobody fired they treat they treat each other well that's just how they refer to each other right so in the in the, in the mornings up until oser for me or matter of fact for door so up until the afternoon. Usually the TV is either off or it's on like MSNBC or something like that. Right. The TV in their break room in the afternoon, when the afternoon shift comes on, it's Fox News and they back there watching it and and soaking it up like it's real news. Despite the fact that Fox News, they said that Fox News is not news. In court. They said it's not news. They said it's for entertainment purposes only so they couldn't get in trouble for all the falsitudes. (laughs) All the falsehoods that was going down. (laughs) So they said it's not news. But they sit back there and watch Fox News. Oh, but today, today, because, you know, I always have to go back there in the break room uh, to watch for prayer. But today that TV was off. And it was so silent back there. It was so quiet. Oh, it was so quiet back there. You ain't hear there was no TV on the whole time. I went back there to check too. Like, maybe, maybe they just didn't have it on uh in the early part of their shift. I went back there, still off. Oh, I didn't even get a head nod. The dude one of the dudes he's known me since twenty ten usually says, Hey man, sometimes he tries to tries to talk to me. I'm, I'm not going to say all of that, but <laughs> sometimes he says some things and I'm like, I don't know if you know what you're saying to me right now, but I love you as a person. I've known you for so long. I'm not going to take offense. I'm going to choose not to take offense because you can choose. I'm going to choose not to take offense, but I don't know if you know what you just said to me. But anyway, today I ain't getting no head not nothing. I know if Herschel her, she would have won. It probably would have been a different story. But, yeah, like, that was hilarious to me. I need to stop being petty. Like, that's part of my battle. Like, y'all will be able to listen to... If y'all listen to the earlier podcasts, y'all probably wouldn't think this me is the same me that was uh, doing those podcasts. Because I was saying a lot of crazy stuff. And part of me wanted to delete some of those episodes. Um, just because I don't want people hearing the things I was saying. But maybe maybe it's a good thing that you you're able to hear me go through my growth, not even just like as a Muslim, but just as a person. <laughs> like, OK, maybe I was wrong in saying these things. Maybe I was <laughs> <laughs> because I was wild. And sometimes, um, you know, I do these podcasts as a single stream of consciousness. Right. So sometimes when I was on those podcasts, I was just mad at something like I went in on Terry Cruz and. I don't take back my opinion of Terry Crews and the things that he said, but I I went a little overboard, love overboard. I went a little overboard with uh old Terry Terry Crews, but I still have a low opinion of Terry Crews in the same way I have a low opinion of Herschel Walker. Just don't care for him that much. I I went off on uh Liam Neeson too, but I still feel the same way. Liam Neeson was talking about driving around the streets, looking for a black man to fight. He was hold, he had a gun and he was looking for a black man and and he wanted to intentionally cause trouble. So he would have an excuse to shoot a black man. I'm never going to be cool with Liam Neeson. I'm never going to be cool with racist Liam Neeson and, and, and those, all those stupid moves. And don't get me wrong. Like there's a bunch of movies that I used to watch with Liam Neeson's, and I love the movies with Liam Neeson's, right? It was one movie with him and Patrick Swayze. Um, you know, if you if you know me, you know I love me some Patrick Swayze. Oh, man. Except for, like, when you look back at some of these movies that we watched when we were young, and, you know, in the 80s and 90s. There was a lot of stuff that wasn't supposed to be happening and you didn't know when you were, were 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 a child. Like Patrick Swayze should not have been allowed to be alone with baby on dirty dancing. That that shouldn't have happened. Jerry Arbach should have stopped that from happening. Right? Like, don't if I put my child in the corner and my child is under 18 and not emancipated, because I, oh yeah, if, if y'all can help me out, I'm trying to get some of my kids emancipated uh, ASAP. Some of them will be approaching the legal age of emancipation. I think it's 16. So I just need somebody to help me with that process because I need them out. But yeah, so if I have my child, my unemancipated minor child in the corner, you don't come up with 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 tight with with tight leather pants and cowboy boots and and, and, and a tight basic military training shirt from back when we still had the Black Jones, you don't come up to me talking about nobody puts baby in the corner. Boy, I will fold you up in here. And then I'll call the cops. You shouldn't even been talking to my daughter. You shouldn't have been dancing barefoot on logs with my daughter. Patrick Swayze had no business. First of all, Patrick Swayze had no business letting me see his toes in general, but there was a body of water around. So that's, that's a man law. If y'all don't know, like some women don't, I, I need to stop giving out secrets. A lot of our man's secrets. Like I've been told several times I need to stop giving out men's secrets to women, but I just want, I, I'm trying to help improve the the uh, the interaction between men and women, like romantically, especially, but just in general, I feel like we don't understand each other enough. And I think that men need to be more transparent. So I, I give you all a lot of our secrets. But one of our man codes is no other man should ever be able to see your toes if or your belly button, like between your belly button and your toes. If there's no body of water around, let me amend that. Cause I said that incorrectly between your belly button and your knees, then your nipples, then your feet from your ankles to the, to the toenail. No man should see those. And I don't, I'm not talking about sexual orientation. Like even if you're living with a man, that that person shouldn't ever see your toes. If you're not around a body of water, I I don't make these rules. Do what you want to do. I'm just saying that that's the man law. People violate laws all the time. Like it's a law to not speed. Y'all do that. It's a law to not do speed. Y'all do that. I've been around here. I know y'all are doing it. Okay. And what I want to say to y'all Virginians. I did. Okay. One time a dude offered to sell me some dog food. And I said, hey, man, um, as a Muslim, a lot of us believe um, that we're not supposed to have dogs in the house. And then I don't really want to have a dog outside. And we can only have dogs in the house if the dogs have a job or purpose. Um, And then we have to be careful about them licking us. And then the impurities in the house. And then we got small children. I like big dogs. I don't want them to snap on a dog and kill. I did not know. I did that whole explanation. And that dude was looking at me very, very confusedly. I did not know until months later that dog food is another word for heroin. I did not. I am a square. I did not know. So I'm so glad I did not say yes, because I'm the type of person that will say yes. Give it to me. I'll buy it and then donate it to someone else. I know who has a dog. I am so happy That I did not, first of all, know anyone at the time, because I was still fairly new here. I did not know anybody who, you know, needed dog food, like needed food for their dogs. And then it also crossed my mind when I would hear other people talking about buying and selling dog food. And I knew they didn't have pets. I'm like, oh, man. And I would feel bad because you know that some people, when they're poor, will eat pet food. I'm not even making a joke about that. That's a real thing, right? Right. And most of the time it's like older people, um, but you know, we're, we're going through there. We're not trying to say it's a a recession, but it is right. But you know, at the time, this was 2020, late 2020, early 2021, a lot of people were going through some stuff. So I'm like, Oh man, they buying dog food because they poor and they need food. And I felt bad, you know, it made me increase the, the amount of philanthropy I do and the donations I do to people. I did not know. So and then sometimes, you know, when when people would buy dog food, they'd be like, hey, I got some dog food uh, or they'd be like, hey, you got some dog food. And they'd be like, you'll meet me in the car. And they were kind of secretive with it. I thought they were being secretive because they were uh, embarrassed about eating dog food. Um, but. I didn't know that they were being secretive because it was heroin. They were selling heroin right around me and I didn't know that they were selling heroin and I'm so stupid, I'm feeling bad for you because I think you don't got no food but you got enough money to be out here buying heroin. This is a poetry show. I never went back. I never went back to that show. I never went back to that show. I'm not going to say what it is because I ain't no snitch. (laughs) just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding i am but i guess my the moral of that story and i know that was a segue from a real point that i was probably trying to make be careful of your surroundings and and listen to what's going on like i didn't know that if someone said hey let's let's just say mike like oh um y'all having a party make sure y'all invite mike he always brings the party when they use that terminology. And I know people are probably saying like, oh, Creek out here snitching. No. All of this terminology, police know. I'm the only person who don't. Everybody knows. Bringing a party means bringing the cocaine. It's a cocaine. I didn't know. So we were, <laughs> we were inviting people over to the house for uh turkey day, you know, we don't do thanksgiving or whatever, but we still have a day off and we eat all that food. I've talked to y'all about it before. We'll just call this person Mike too. For now on, Mike is the person who brings the party. So, they were inviting people. We were we were trying to figure out who to invite. And I said in one of our group chats, "Hey, make sure um somebody invites Mike because I know he brings the party because someone told me that before and people were laughing. They were laugh reacting to what I said. I didn't know why they were laughing. It turns out everybody knew that I didn't know that that meant he was he would bring the cocaine. So I basically said, invite this man over to my home with my wife and children. And I was saying, invite him so he brings the cocaine. I was bewildered, okay? I felt like Eddie Murphy when he was walking down the street. I wish they would have did the Spike Lee float when he was walking down the street after uh, Robin Givens did him wrong. I think it was either that or after Holly uh, uh, Berry um, uh, left him. But remember, it was the uh, the James Brown song. That's two, that's two mentions of James Brown, M- M- Make a Wish. But he was walking down the street and it was like, Be will die! That's how I felt. When I realized that I was using drug terminology. And look, look, at I'm the same person who the majority of the songs and poems you've ever heard me do. Where you thought I was talking about a woman, I was most lo- likely talking about drugs, right? That's me. And even I did not know what's going on because I don't go outside. So I don't know the terminology So be careful what you say, be careful what you ingest, be careful. That's enough from me, I'll talk to y'all later, have a good sandwich, peace. Yay!